Hiring is hard. Express Employment Professionals make it easy. Forget about posting jobs, sifting through resumes, being ghosted, and interviewing unqualified applicants. Visit ExpressPros.com to let the pros help you. Express Employment Professionals is your full-service workforce solution, connecting you with top talent fast. With more than 40 years in the staffing business, Express helps thousands of companies find great team players each year, and they can help you too. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the location near you. Is your calendar filling up with weddings and invites? Are you trying to figure out the perfect outfit and gift for each of the events? Well, then head over to Macy's.com and check off your to-do list at Macy's. They've got the latest spring dresses, shoes, jewelry, clutches, so you can pull together a look for any dress code. Plus, they have incredible cookware, home decor, and bedding that would make the perfect gift. Check out Macy's Wedding Shop to help you get celebration ready at Macy's.com slash wedding shop. This show is partnering with No CD to raise awareness about relationship OCD. OCD is more than what you see on TV and in the movies. Imagine having unwanted thoughts about your relationship stuck in your head all day, no matter how hard you try to make them go away. That's relationship OCD. It comes with unrelenting, intrusive images, thoughts, and urges about your parenting or loved one. Breaking the OCD cycle takes effective treatment. Go to NOCD.com to get evidence-based treatment. That's NOCD.com. Wind Down with Jana Kramer, an iHeartRadio podcast. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Love Day. You're my Do best friend. Do you like friend. Valentine's Day? I feel fine about it. Do you know I make Preston ask me every Valentine's Day to be his Valentine? Oh, that's cute. It's not assumed. Aw. Yeah. He asked me um, like a week and a half ago this time. Aww. It was cute. That's yeah. really cute. Yeah, it's my favorite. But we don't do anything crazy. Do you do crazy? What are you doing tonight? Um, nothing. We're actually going to Aruba tomorrow. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> so I'm going to just pack and we're going to celebrate tomorrow. Yeah. He has a show. Who, what, where, when, why? He has a show. Okay. Which, and it's great. Like we're going to go just have a minute. With the kids? No. How many days? Two full days. Three sleeps. Okay. You got this. I know. I, I'm You know that's hard you. for me. Uh, um... I haven't been to Aruba since I was like 22. Aruba. And it was quick. I haven't never been. Well, I hate this. What? I just, what? the most part of anxiety gets me, BF. Oh, friend. Trust. And Natalie Holloway is all I think of with Aruba. I know that is so oh, no. dark. And I'm, Aruba is beautiful and it's not that, it was so long ago. That's where it was? Aruba? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. All I know is Aruba, Aruba Jamaica. Jamaica. Ooh, okay, and everyone in their car is singing along. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, it's the Beach Boys. No, it's, it's not. Uh-huh. Oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it is. That's why Easton went, yeah. <laughs> Easton loves the Beach Boys. Kokomo. That's yeah. right. Um, uh, what are you doing? Do you love it? Valentine's Day? I'm going to get over my fear and it's going to be great. I'm what excited. Are you afraid, what are you afraid of? Everything. Getting kidnapped or? No, just everything. Pretty much from being stuck to. Stuck where? Um, anywhere, anywhere but my home. I'm just very nesty this time. I, I know exactly what you're feeling because I feel the same way about a trip I'm going on next weekend for the first time ever. And how many sleeps? Three sleeps. See, okay. It's almost like two. I'm okay. That's why wind down works for me so well. (laughs) Cause I'm like, Ooh, yay. My friend for two sleeps. And then I go back to the kids. Yeah. But it's the being so far away. Mm-hmm. Where are you going? Can I know? Mexico. 
Alan and I have never taken a vacation together that didn't involve work. And we've never actually done a vacation minus like, oh, one day we would like, let's go here. But it always bookended or started with work. Sure. So we're taking a vacation finally together. Which we know is important. Yes. And I just have so much anxiety. Same. I don't, I don't, I want to be, yeah, close to home is my safety net. It's weird because I have this feeling like even when I'm away from the baby right now, and I know this is very postpartum and I think it's just like, what is that called? Um, Primal. Yeah. Like when I get home, the first thing I have to do after I wash my hands because the world is germy is like put her heart to heart with me. Mm -hmm. And it feels like I plug back into the wall. Mm -hmm. It's this like weird, like, okay. Yeah. But again, like they just came out of our body. So that's, I think, very normal. Yeah. It's also I've, like even wonderful. before babies, like baby Roman, I still don't like being far away from the kids. Like when mm-hmm. I did the movie in Arizona, I don't, I just have anxiety when I'm not with them. I know. Even when they're at their dad's, I get anxiety. Like the other last weekend, I'm like, it just doesn't feel right to not have your babies with you. Yeah. Like in the cave. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> nested in the cave. <laughs> yeah. I know. But you're going to have so much fun. And it's good for you and Preston. It is so good for us. I. It's tricky because we started dating and then we like finally, like we met, it was pretty like speed dating, as you know. And so we never really dated until like the last year kind of. Mm-hmm. And then we got pregnant with the baby because I think we were dating so much. But I feel <laughs> like... We, I like love being with him and it's fun for both of us to be like the center of each other's attention for a minute. Mm -hmm. I actually like really like being alone with him now. So I know I'm good once we like get on a plane or wherever. It just takes me. It's, it's almost like not fair and possible. Like he's presenting me with this amazing trip. He has one show over there. We extended it because it's Valentine's day. And I still just can't go like, woo, Aruba or bust. I am like. Okay, what happens if... You know what though? The, and I'm saying this to myself, walking in with that just steals the joy of it. I know, and I don't you're want to You're stealing yourself of the joy and the excitement and the fun. Because at the end of the day, you're going to come back and you're going to be like, oh, well, I, I just... Why was I so anxious? I just I stole moments of joy. I know. And I don't want that anymore yeah. this year, actually. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like... I think because of all the death the years before... Like Amy and I really talked about this. She was, I said, I think I'm like ready to be fun and have fun. Yeah. And she was like, I'm excited for you because mm-hmm. I don't feel like I've been that girl for a while. But the postpartum anxiety, like I get it. Oh, it's a thing. And you just have to overcome it. Like that's where, when I spoke to Amy about it, she's like, you just have to do it to overcome it. That's right. She's like, and once okay, you good. do it and go, once you're on the, because my thing is like, I, it, because I got off that one plane with anxiety, now it's in my head. Like I can't do it. I can't fly because I got off that one plane when I was pregnant, I had a kidney infection. I didn't know. Like, I was sick. So like I have a little like, reason. You're having a medical emergency. <laughs> but like still, I, I now in my head go, that equated to I can't fly. So, okay, so let's do so, this for each now, other. I'm just saying like it's it's once you do it, you'll be fine. What did you say to me just a second ago? You got to do it to what? Mm, to was, get over it? Through it? Maybe. Don't let it steal your joy. I'm going to rewind this rewind podcast. Rewind this podcast. <laughs> Listen to it. <laughs> yeah. But I, I'm going to need that, I think. Yeah. And we'll hold each other accountable. So you, I'll help you this week. You like got I me next. Like I feel the tightness. Yeah. Yeah, for That's sure. Good. I get, I'm already and like, good on news, it next week. I'll be here while you're away. So like, I, I like that you're around and I could be like, if I need you at my house or whatever. Yeah. I get it. And I would be right here to throw your sweet baby off his sleep schedule and hold him too long. Mm-hmm. 
Um, But tonight though, Alan surprised me with a um, sleepover. Here? No. (laughs) (laughs) We have a sleepover every night here. I know, I was confused. No, he's so sweet. So we had, uh, this is actually really cute. Uh, (laughs) I like it when you get girly about him. I just love him. He's cool. Oh, he's the best. Okay. Well, first of all, he woke me up this morning with, I've never been woken up with roses. So like he, I rolled over and he like had a rose like right there, like on the bed. I was like, you are so sweet. He got all the kids. Well, he got Jolie some roses and then um, JC got him something else. But we did like our little open, just very small things or whatever this morning with the kids. I got them like squishy mellows or whatever. Uh, And then Alan said he planned it all. Talked to the sitter that we've been using a few times a week and that was like the best too, when they take charge mm. of that. It's everything. He's like, we're leaving at three. I'm like, no, no, but, but like, like, he's like, no, no, she's gonna, you know, be here. And we've got massages at the one hotel. So we met at the one hotel. I remember. Cause this is where I wanted to actually have your shower. Oh, I was trying to cute. make it sentimental, close the loops. That's really cute. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he then, so when he was staying at the one hotel, I can't remember the room number. He knows it, but uh, he got that same room number because when we were, when I saw him, and I'm not a hussy, okay? So it wasn't the first night, <laughs> but he, we went up to the room because when I was sitting in the lobby, like someone recognized me or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was just, I don't know. I didn't want to like be down there. People say anything. And I also think, you know, when it's something special, when you want the privacy of it. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, let's just go up. We can have dinner up in the room. So we had dinner. It was like the sweetest. We had dinner in the room. Had wine. I went home because I had the kids, obviously, and you don't sleep over on a first day. <laughs> That's right. We're turning a leaf in the so, next chapter. <laughs> exactly. You're not a hussy on the right. Um, so that it was just like that hotel and that room and just like, you know, so good. Connecting and getting to know each other was really sweet. So he's taking me back there and yeah, a little sleepover. I love it. And yeah. you know what's interesting? Sweet. I think because we're so tired that like one night feels incredible yeah i'm so excited to just like sleep in because we have we're always even though he's sleeping like roman Mm -hmm. sleeps through the night now but it's the monitor still there i I still hear his little grunts you know so i know you don't really get to sleep no and that's and also like we did that for my birthday we just went away and i loved it it was 20 minutes down the road and it was beautiful and i slept with no clothes on and i like it oh well, once in a while, yes, you know, girl. just to be like an adult or something. I don't know. Did you watch Super Bowl, by the way? Um, just Usher. Just Usher. Yeah. So you didn't see the Travis Kelsey thing? I saw him scream at his coach. That was everywhere. What are your thoughts? Well, I understand being passionate, but it doesn't make what he did right. If you... So I don't... I thought, to me, I thought it was very disrespectful to scream at a coach just in general. And I, and I asked Alan and I go, what do you think of that? And he was just like extremely disrespectful. And that matters to me because Alan's in sports. Yeah. He's in, so I'm like, I get the energy and the like passion. I get that so much. And someone like Alan, like, you know, he's, he screams when he's on, you know, the pitch and he's coaching and all those things, but he's not screaming. Like, to have a player, like imagine like a Tom Brady or I don't know. And maybe they have, I don't know. But like, I just, the people that are in that position, I don't see them being, to me, it was very disrespectful. I and agree. also slightly triggering from, sorry, but not to like, mm-hmm. but it was triggering from my past to see that 
Because I've been with that kind of person in that kind of world that had that anger in my face. Mm-hmm. And it's and it triggered me. And I'm people can say whatever they want to say about it, but it it did not feel good to be back in that like a scared place to did see, you see that. that comparison to Serena. Do you remember when Serena got passionate? to one of the, no, but I need I, but to pull I, it up, pull it up. But one of the things I want to say too, is what I didn't like is one of the, cause I've, I've, I've now just watched to see what people have done with it. I don't like the fact that he didn't, again, he, if you're a role model to someone, I don't like the fact that you didn't be like, yeah, he's like, oh yeah, you saw that. I'm like, yeah, everyone did. And you should be like, yeah, no matter what passion, it was not right to scream in your coach, like be a better example in my opinion. Yes. Second thing is it's turned into like a funny meme joke. It's not funny to not be funny. disrespectful to someone. Third thing is, I also just don't think that, how do I say this? When they did try to talk about it on air, one of the guys goes, you know, I didn't really, I didn't really like the fact that Travis, you know, did that to his coach. Someone cut him off so immediately to defend and to, to change the subject. I'm like, why are we changing the subject? Let yeah, the guy let have a be. voice. Let it be that it, that wasn't right. Because it and wasn't right. To, and so, other people are like, oh, stop being such like a, a PUS, you know, and just like, you know, so sensitive and sports. Again, it's not right to scream in your coach's face and it's not funny. Well, it's also interesting to me because I would say we, I am right now raising a Swifty. Like love is so all in on Taylor Swift. It's crazy to me because I'm not a Swifty. So I'm not sure where it came from. But Taylor to me is such a role model and the way that she 1, acts. thousand percent. I, if I was her, I'd have been like, ugh. I was a, uh, and it isn't my boyfriend. Yeah. Like I was like, yikes. Like it felt a little... I will just get so many DMs. It felt a little full of himself. It felt a little like, that's your boss. That's my whole thing. Coach, player, whatever. I could have, there is not a time in my life where I could have ever screamed at anyone professionally and gotten away with it. Yeah. Super Bowl or no Super Bowl. And it kind of took away to me the win a little bit. Like it tarnished it, it to me. It put the biggest, yeah, taste of just like blech in my mouth too when I saw it. And it's like, fine, like he didn't push him. He lost his like footing. And the coach too, to be like, he kept kept me young. It's that's again, that's not, you should be a stronger, I don't want to say it, but like to, to say, you don't scream in my face. You can be passionate and you can be like, ah, oh, just put me in. But like, not in that manner. No. That was an angry aggressive that I personally didn't like. And I, I wouldn't want that to be role modeled. That's it. And we're like trying to teach sportsmanship in our house right now, like winning and losing games, like even board games, you know, because mm-hmm. things get heated and legend is passionate. And I like watch stuff like that. I'm like, this is not what you want your kids to be watching. And I, I get it. I, it's NFL, blah, blah, blah. But I also am just, it's just not handsome behavior to me. You also know that there's so many people watching you, especially even that's more why. now. So, cause it's T Swift. So again, that's why I look straight to Alan and go, what did you just think of that? And he has his choice words for it. So do you but, think he did it on purpose? Like more again, attention? Again, I've seen people yell and like have fights or whatever. It's, I don't like the physicality of it, whether he, he just, he got a little too close. You can have a little like, fine, be aggressive, not aggressive, but you can be like, oh, just like, I want to be in. Cause I get, like, I get, I get that, that. Yeah. I mean, I'm you like don't that need at Tiger's to be, games. You don't need to be in the face. No. Screaming it. He's an old man. Also, I'll just say it. Yeah, I mean, it's older. Yeah, for sure. Respect your elders, respect your coaches, respect your boss. He's your boss. You can be frustrated. You can throw the iPad like, you know, again, I don't love when they do, but again, you're frustrated. You're whatever. Like you don't need to be in that close a vicinity to someone. 
and it and makes screaming. It's hard for me because so many little girls look up to Taylor Swift. And so I'll just leave that for people to marinate on, I think. Just real quick, I just didn't want to misquote you, but I just, from a guy's opinion of the Travis incident, I'm just curious, not incident, but him with this coach. I remember I looked to you and I was like, what did you, what did you think? Well, the first thing you think is you go straight to, it's disrespectful towards his coach. Mm-hmm. Therefore, if it disrespects the coach, it disrespects the, the locker room. On the flip side of that, he's obviously passionate, mm-hmm. but... Um, so whether, but I don't know the relationship between him and his coach. So whether he's crossed the line, I don't know. My opinion doesn't matter on it. They'll know between the coach and the player. Um, but it all goes back to, like I, I mentioned it to you at the time, that may put a question mark on the environment and how, like, how close the players are and the coach relationship to the players, but they've went and won the match. Right. So therefore, what he did provoked a reaction somewhere, which is maybe where Travis Kelsey is is intelligent because it provoked a reaction. Interesting. Not saying that's what made them win the game, but I'm sure they dealt with it internally at halftime. And that might have been the spark they needed in the second half. Mm-hmm. So although it seems wrong, unless you know that locker room or you know that team and you know that environment, then it's, it's difficult to judge. From a football perspective... As in my football, that would, yeah, that doesn't happen a lot. Mm-hmm. Would the person like get benched or something? The person would probably be lucky to stay on the field. Mm. Mm-hmm. Even if it's your star player? Yeah. Wow. So there's just more respect maybe, or what is the... No, it's not. A different culture altogether? It's probably a different culture, but they've also got, and it, again, it goes back to, what are the other factors? Like Kansas have been winning together, so there'll be a closeness there where they feel like that's acceptable. Do you think it's acceptable to scream in your coach's face? No. Okay. Thank I you. I don't. Thank you, Ellen, for coming on Wind Down. Thanks for being deposed. Love that you. That's they call it. So we have Crystal Hefner coming on. She has a book out that um, is basically her life in the Playboy mansion she married she was the last wife of half uh she's the third wife from december 2012 until his death in 2017 um she said she had to play mind games to survive she was relieved when this when the sex was over because she said he was not good in bed she said she felt trapped in the marriage and Crystal Hefner says late husband Hugh Hefner wanted her to remain skinny with big fake boobs. I have a lot of questions for her. So many questions. So let's take a break and then get her on. It's spring break time and I know I can't wait for the week off from school and the kids busy schedules. I think actually we're going to have a chill spring break, but we're going to be outside lots. And if you're hitting the beach, though, retreating lakeside or lounging at the pool, then get everything you need for your vacation at Macy's. Macy's has an incredible selection of bathing suits, sandals, beach towels, and even sunscreen. You can find everything you're throwing into your beach bag at Macy's. And if you're trying to dress it up and hit the town on this vacation, then head to Macy's.com to find the cutest summer dresses and the perfect accessories to dress up any look. 
Plus, you can order online and pick up in-store or curbside or get same-day delivery. Head on over to Macy's.com. Did you know it's important to take a prenatal multi before you're pregnant? The first 28 days of pregnancy are important in a baby's neural development, so there's really no such thing as too soon to start. And with supplements, less can be more. Many vitamin brands contain excess nutrients that our body doesn't even need. Rituals Essential for Women is research-stacked and science-backed. So I took Ritual when I was pregnant with Roman and I loved it so much. It was really easy on my stomach. I loved the aftertaste of the, um, they had a lemon or a mint one. And I just really loved the fact that I knew I was getting exactly everything that I needed for the baby and me. It's a prenatal multivitamin made traceable with vegan, bioavailable, and clinically studied key nutrients for before and during pregnancy like omega-3 DHA to support baby's brain development and choline and methylated folate to support baby's neural tube development. Capsules feature a delayed release design to help make it gentle on an empty stomach and a citrus essence to make taking your multis actually enjoyable. Why settle for a multivitamin you're not 100% sure about? Ritual was literally built on trust, so you know it's the real deal. Get 20% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash wine. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women Prenatal to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash wine for 20% off. Look, hiring is hard. Well, good news. Express Employment Professionals makes hiring easy. Forget about posting jobs, sifting through resumes, being ghosted, and interviewing unqualified applicants. Visit expresspros.com to let the pros help you. Express is your full-service workforce solution, connecting you with top talent fast. Every day, Express recruits and screens workers in your area, so when it's time to hire, they have the talent you need ready to work. With more than 40 years in the staffing business, Express helps thousands of companies find great team players each year, and they can help you too. Just go to ExpressPros.com. Each Express Employment Professional's location is locally owned and operated, backed by the support and stability of an international headquarters. And with more than 860 franchise locations, there's sure to be an express office near you. Listen, you know hiring is stressful. So go to expresspros.com to find the location near you. First of all, you're doing your book tour, I assume, and it's just madness right now because you've got obviously a lot of articles out right now that we just chatted about here and it just it has to be a lot right yeah yeah it's been a lot I just got back from the UK and it's definitely uh, been a lot <laughs> do you do you have any now that the, it it's out and you're or at least I have it it's out right yeah yeah so okay, it, it's a, uh, it went out like January 23rd and then okay. yeah and then I want to New York, I did a New York tour, LA, and then I just got back from UK and UK was intense. I, you know, spoke in front of like a hundred people. It's the first time I've ever done that. Good for you. (laughs) Oh gosh. (laughs) Now that the book is out, is there something in there that you're like, oh, I shouldn't have, I I wish I didn't write that because now it's become a headline. Uh, I don't think so. Um, I feel probably the opposite, which is cool. Like, I feel that everything's there. It's written in a way that's easy to digest and for people to understand. And I feel good about it. Why did you want to write the book? Well, I went to therapy after the mansion. I was having problems 
with dating and just ordinary life. It was such a bubble at the mansion. And it was also pre me too. And pre like talking about mental health. So I, some of the terms I didn't know, like I didn't, yeah, I didn't know Hef was a narcissist while I was there. I had no idea. I just thought that was his personality and the misogyny and all of that stuff. So, you know, having the terms and understanding it more just really helped me. And then I thought, okay, I need to write this down and get this in a book and out to people. How old were you when you started at the mansion? 21. That's young. That's really right? young. You feel like an adult when you're that age. You feel like you're a grown up, but, but. Looking back, I'm 37 and looking back at a t- me at 21, I'm like, such a baby. Such well, a sweet yeah. baby. I mean, there's so many things that happened at 21 that I'm like, the 40-year-old version now is like, girl, like, why were you hiding in the bushes from an abuser? You know what I mean? Or like, why? how did you let that happen? Like, it's just, but you're, you're so moldable in that age too, that when you get with someone that is a narcissist or they, they just make you feel like you are, this is as good as life is going to get for you. Yes, absolutely. Did you, okay, so tell me where, okay, so pre-mansion, what is Crystal like? Like, are you a college kid? Are you wild? Are you, are you coming from a home that you're just like, this is, I just want out? I mean, I know there's, I've kind of followed, I used to watch Girls Next Door a little bit. Um, So, cause I followed, like, I had this fascination with people leaving, essentially kind of leaving the lives that they had and kind of going in that direction because they, of course, made it look sexy on TV and all the things. But who is Crystal and why does she choose then to, why does 21-year-old Crystal say, this is a great option for me? Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question. And when I was young, I didn't know who I was at all, uh, as, you know, most of us don't. But I came from... um, a hard childhood. You know, I lost my dad when I was 12. My parents are from England. They came to America. My dad was a singer and he passed away. Uh, my mom and I had no money. We were living in a bedroom in some other family's home. You know, I talk about in the in the book, like it's, you know, smelling someone else's unfamiliar cooking and feeling like not really a family anymore, just the leftover scraps of one. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom married to get her green card, this guy named Lyle, and he had a daughter and he treated her so much better than he treated me. And so I learned at an early age just to stay small and be small um, to fit in and just go along with what other people wanted. Everyone, you know, when you see other people, when you have nothing and other people have money, you're like, oh, I, they're better than me. And so there's this just feeling of never being enough or feeling like you're enough. And I did see Playboy magazines. Uh, My stepdad had them and I saw these women and they're just, they seemed very powerful and they have the world at their feet. And yeah, I guess that was something the celebrities then were like uh, Carmen Electra, Pam Anderson, Jenny McCarthy, and like, wow, these women are powerful and they're respected and I want to be just like them. So I started molding myself to be that way. I remember, I mean, I'm not much older than you. We're not very much older than you at all. How um, old are you? I'm 37. Yeah, 37. you guys seem younger younger than me. 40. Oh, wow. Yeah, 42. Yeah, we're really. But th- I think it's the same. That's why I'm so fascinated. And honestly, for what it's worth, and I know this is like a weird word to use for someone that is a stranger, but like really proud of you. Oh, because I think that's like a huge, I mean, that is Hugh Hefner. I mean, we're watching Girls Next Door because we're all fascinated, right? Like, Sister, Listen, if I had I the went, body to be there, I probably would have checked myself into I went the mansion. To a midnight dreams when I used to live in Los Angeles or whatever those men, what a midnight dream is that what oh, they're yeah. called? Um, Midsummer Night's Dream. It's like yeah. an August. 
So I, and you dress up and it was me, my best friend, Lisa from high school. And it was pretty much right when I moved, not right when I moved to Los Angeles, but it was a couple years in. And I just remember going like, <gasps> I get to go to the Playboy Mansion. It's and like, like you've arrived. It was, it was just this really, so I could see how you could get sucked in. Not saying that's your words at all, but like that's, I was just like, wow, the, everything is just so shiny and everything's like, and money and and just influence. And like, it's just, it was a very like, and I'm just this like wide-eyed Michigan girl just being like, oh my God, I made it. Well, that's how I, I feel. Like, like, if I know, had the body, like, I mean, I might've been like trying is what I'm saying. <laughs> the one thing that kept me is probably the scoliosis and the oh. low sweet boobs, bless. But I feel like I like loved watching the girls because I thought that too. I'm like, they're just stunning and they're so comfortable in their sexuality yeah. and they're not afraid so or embarrassed. Confident. Yeah. It just was so like contagious to me. And I know there are some people listening that will be like, well, that's crazy. Because it is so obviously like this like male, you know, dominated thing. I mean, he created his own little kingdom and yeah. recruited the hottest. I mean, look at your, you're literally like just beautiful and like light. But I, it's crazy that I was even attracted to that. And I was 21 and never went. So that's why I asked that because. So man. from an outsider, we're going, okay, these girls are so confident. Mm -hmm. You inside the house, were you just at your most insecure yeah, I think some of the most beautiful women I've ever met in my entire life are the most insecure women I've ever met in my entire life. It's, mm -hmm. I don't understand it, but it's it's definitely interesting. And I don't want to like bust anything in the book because I'm, I'm actually excited to get in and read, especially when you use words like you smell unfamiliar cooking, like you paint a picture. So that's what makes me feel excited to like get in and read. Um, but do you, were, do you still have, is there anybody that you were friends with then that you're still friends with now? Or do you feel like it's all kind of, kind of separated Washed and like, out. yeah, played it, yeah. faded away? I mean, I do remember meeting just thousands and thousands of women and I maybe have three friends from there. So yeah. um, there's a girl named Amber that was in the book and I'm friends with her still. She was a very close friend of half and I and, you know, we just share this weird experience. So we're still friends. What was that? So like, you know, obviously you said a lot, like you had to play mind games to survive. Um, you talked about how he was bad at sex. What was the thing that you drew you to him? I think, you know, having seen those magazines when I was younger and just thinking that Playboy was a place of you know, freedom and expression and all the things that were, was fed, you know, they fed to the media about it. But um, when I first met Hef, I thought he was very magnetic but I was also in a place where he's the center of the the universe. And um, yeah, I just, I was drawn to it. It was, it was magnetic. It was a place where I thought, wow, you know, I'm being chosen. Mm -hmm. It's like those little green aliens from Toy Story. Like you have been <laughs> chosen. You're special. It definitely gave me validation. And I thought, oh, wow, maybe this is a place I could really feel like I belonged when you talk about being trapped in the book, was there a, what, can you go back to that moment, that first time feeling like I made the wrong decision? Like, I, I don't, this does not, this is not it. This does not feel right. Yeah. Yeah. I moved in and, you know, every, the, everything revolved around Hef there. And so I just made myself like, you know, the person Hef wanted me to be and became his mirror, just reflecting his self-importance back at him. And uh, yeah, I'm like, oh, I, I, I thought I was doing a good job. And it's, it's, it's weird having that, that mindset, but 
I remember gaining a bit of weight because you can order whatever you want from the kitchen. I got up to like 134 pounds. And uh, I remember I had like hitting my thigh. He said, oh, someone needs to tone up. Um, mm. It was like tap my roots because they had to be like white, bleach white. And the dye always like gave me blisters. And I don't know. One time I said he had a nightmare that I was a brunette. <laughs> so I was like, it was, it's awful. Like it's like, and that's what color my hair is. <laughs> so um the control, like the physical control. He would tell me wear the flag, which is the bunny head logo, wear a more colorful shirt, uh, what kind of nick I could have. And and at first I'm like, oh, I need to do, I can do better. I'm slipping. But after a while, I'm like, I'm being completely controlled by this man. And he's just given me some identity <laughs> that I just took on. Did you tell me if you, if this feels like safe enough, when you go back to your wedding day, what is the first feeling you feel? I just wanted it to be over. I thought Hef wants this good PR story before he dies. If I would have said no, I would probably be kicked out of the house. I don't know where I would go. So I just wanted the wedding wanted the wedding to be over quickly. He was saying to the I don't know minister person like keep it short. My back hurts. I'm like oh perfect. So it was just very quick, and I'm grateful for that. Inside the because how long were you actually married to him then? Four? Was it three years? I was there almost 10 years. 10 years. And married to him for five. Five. Yeah. Did, was there, because it said, you know, you wrote in the book, um, you know, I was relieved when it stopped referring to sex. Was there, did he have like a specific amount that he wanted you to have sex? Like, is like, okay, you have to have sex with him this many times. Like, was it more of like a, a contract with him rather than, a, you know, a marriage, I guess? Yeah, it felt like, it felt like that. It, uh, we would have movie nights. Usually the sex would happen on, on the weekends. I wasn't ever in t- like entirely sure when he wanted to, but I, I do remember sitting next to him on the couch like during the movie and he'd reach in his pocket and pull out a piece of tissue that had like a the blue Viagra pill in it and put it in his mouth and just like, uh-oh, oh, that cringe moment where and I'm like, okay, that's what he's expecting. I mean, it's crazy to me because you are so, and I don't mean this like objectifying, like you're just very intelligent, well-spoken. You're also beautiful. Thank you. And then this like, and I, I'm going to probably get hate for saying this, like this like raisin of a man. He's a raisin at this point, right? Like he's not, it's not, it's not hot. He's not hot, <laughs> right? Like how does he get you, you know? Like that's well, she crazy. feels like she, she, I know. she's, she's trapped. I know she's literally trapped. Sorry, we're talking about you're not here, but she's, 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 she's <laughs> like, like, and she's, I'm like, and then Crystal, when, when is she coming into town? We need her here. For I know, a, but I, I mean, like, you. that's just, but I mean, honestly, it's like, I'm, I'm getting, I'm my, like, my heart hurts for you. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel like sad because like, I, I know that girl, I've been that girl in a different, when the walls are closing in. Yeah. And it's just, you just want to like go rescue yourself from it. Like you obviously were in it and you didn't want to be and you felt they said but you didn't have okay where would I go how would I afford it all the all the things and then you're just like okay I'm just gonna now have sex with this man just because I I have no other choice and to have no other choice like breaks my heart for you in that situation and you know other Mm -hmm. people that have obviously been in that same situation it's like it's just it's not fair it's not right and is it is it still hard for you or are you kind of now because of the therapy you feel like you're in a better place Yeah, I feel that I'm in a much better place and, you know, being emotionally abused in all the ways there and also 
financially abused mm-hmm. uh, was very hard. And one thing that I'm proud of myself for is like starting to save money the best way I, I, I could. You know, I started getting into doing social media ads. I learned how to DJ and anything I could do during the day to just try and build myself financially. Cause then it's like, okay, if I, if I'm good on my own, cause he would give us like an allowance, but it was never enough to, it was like a thousand dollars every Friday. It was never enough to be able to leave. Um, you'd have to ask him for it. So you'd feel like you're begging for money and he'd count out the bills like 100, 200, like put them all together. Here you go. So like, I need, I need to do something. And so I started making money on social media. I started getting into like crypto stuff. I just started trying to build on my own while I was in there. And I was able to do that. And I think that helped me. And like looking back now, it's like, I don't ever kind of have to be in that situation ever again. And I do have friends that are, and I tell them like, save your money, save your money. And, you know, I didn't recognize my situation was so bad in the beginning, but once I did, you know, at least I now have the tools that I can try and help other people that are in bad situations. But Well, and I think a lot of us go through that. Like it's a slow conditioning almost. It's not like you go from like freedom to captivity. It's like the sexy lure of a lifestyle, right? And then then you're in and then there's one more layer. And then pretty soon you just find yourself kind of like stripped of what you know to be true. And then you have this disassociation like, wait, that's not how who I know to be. So tell me, does he like when he's getting towards the end of life, And this is going to be, you can just say yes or no if you feel like not saying too many words. I get it. Or obviously just pass. It's wind down. We do what we want. But does it feel like freedom is coming for you when, or does, does him dying become this whole other thing that you feel obligated to be in? Like, what does that feel like? It's interesting because Hef was like old for so long. Like everyone knew him as like being old. So I definitely thought that he was like immortal in some way like that he would be around forever. So I wasn't really planning for that or or what would happen after. Um, you know, when I was in there, this is also a man that was praised so highly by the media. Like the media put him on such a pedestal and he would say horrible things in the media. Like I, I've, I look back on this interview where he said he went from seven girlfriends to three And then he said, oh, I thinned the herd. And this stuff was just everywhere, perpetuated in the media, and people idolized him. So when I started having those kind of doubts creep in and and all those things, I would think, okay, like maybe something's wrong with me because he's put, this is all pre-Me Too. And this is, I'm like, this is just how men are. And maybe it's just me and I need to do better. So I grappled with that. But after he passed away, I had this feeling of guilt and I didn't leave the house for, for weeks. And I don't know why I kept thinking, Oh, is there something we could have done better? Is there a different antibiotic we could have given him? He died from an E. coli infection. And um, it was weird. And slowly I started understanding what my freedom meant. And I started traveling and seeing the world and I bought a farm in Hawaii and, and now I can say, I, I, I truly feel free. It's spring break time. And I know I can't wait for the week off from school and the kids busy schedules. I think actually we're going to have a chill spring break, but we're going to be outside lots. And if you're hitting the beach though, retreating lakeside or lounging at the pool, then get everything you need for your vacation at Macy's. 
Macy's has an incredible selection of bathing suits, sandals, beach towels, and even sunscreen. You can find everything you're throwing into your beach bag at Macy's. And if you're trying to dress it up and hit the town on this vacation, then head to Macy's.com to find the cutest summer dresses and the perfect accessories to dress up any look. Plus, you can order online and pick up in-store or curbside or get same-day delivery. Head on over to Macy's.com. Look, hiring is hard. Well, good news. Express Employment Professionals makes hiring easy. Forget about posting jobs, sifting through resumes, being ghosted, and interviewing unqualified applicants. Visit ExpressPros.com to let the pros help you. Express is your full-service workforce solution, connecting you with top talent fast. Every day, Express recruits and screens workers in your area, so when it's time to hire, they have the talent you need, ready to work. With more than 40 years in the staffing business, Express helps thousands of companies find great team players each year, and they can help you too. Just go to ExpressPros.com. Each Express Employment Professionals location is locally owned and operated, backed by the support and stability of an international headquarters. And with more than 860 franchise locations, there's sure to be an Express office near you. Listen, you know hiring is stressful. So go to expresspros.com to find the location near you. At the beginning of the year, when everyone's thinking about New Year's resolutions, there's always so many competing claims, tips, and tricks about what and how to eat. It can feel noisy and overwhelming. Well, this year, Kind Snacks is inviting you to shut out the noise and leave behind diet and wellness fads that are no longer serving you. Instead, grab a Kind Bar, a nutritious and delicious way to eat more of the real whole recommended foods that we're not eating enough of, like nuts and whole grains. My favorite is dark chocolate nuts and sea salt, and I take it with me anywhere I go. It's my favorite go-to snack. The first ingredient in every Kind Nut Bar is nutrient-dense whole nuts, and they're gluten-free. With Kind Bars, you don't have to choose between nutritious and delicious. Get great flavors everyone will love, including caramel, almond, and sea salt, and peanut butter dark chocolate. Make 2024 the year of Kind with delicious nutrition you can feel good about every day. Shut out the noise, trust your taste buds, and shop Kind Bars at Amazon today. How does dating look now? Do you feel at first when you started judged? Mm, dating was very hard in the beginning. So I had a couple relationships where the people were controlling, uh, manipulative. And I thought... Well, you go from what you know. You go to... to yeah, you know, this, but then it's I'm the like, same, cozy. <laughs> same person, different name. Mm-hmm. Same cast, different. Yeah, like this time I'm paying the bills. Like what the heck? Right. It's like a struggling <laughs> musician, an actor. I'm like, and I'm paying for my own misery. Like this is torture. Um, mm. And I remember a few matchmakers and they asked me, they're like, oh, what do you like? Simple for my profile. I'm like, what do I like? I didn't even know. And I think that's when I had to take a, a step back and it's very simple, but I'm just like, okay, what do I like? I'm like, okay, I like travel. I like nature. I like spending time with my dog. And I had to slowly find myself again and once I did that, I felt more powerful and then I wouldn't put up with anything like that dating. And so now I am dating somebody who's very normal and kind and caring and has a great career and feels like my equal. And so I'm like, yay, I, I made it. Uh, how long have you guys been dating for? About six months now. Oh, good. I love that. Do you want kids? Yeah, yeah. I would like kids. You're such a tender heart. I just want the world to have more of you. Do you ever, this is like weird and, but people say when their loved ones pass away, like, do you ever have anything that you're like, oh, that was half or he entered your dream or he wants, like, has he come back to say, 
like my, I'll never forget my great grandma. Um, her husband was abusive and she had told my grandma one time that he came back in a dream and apologized. Oh. And, wow. and I just always remembered that as a kid. I don't know why she told me that as a kid, but <laughs> well, that's like very hopeful though. Yeah. But I'm just curious as he ever kind of entered in some way to just be like, I'm sorry, or, you know, wish you well kind of vibe. I think part of writing the book, like I was having dreams, like I kept dreaming about the mansion and the book opens up with a dream that I had, like dreaming that I'm still there. And Mm -hmm. the most recent dream I've had is I I go into the mansion and I walk into Hef's bedroom and I look to the right and there's kind of pillows all over the floor and Hef's in there with like a harem of women. They're just all kind of on the floor. And some, for some reason, I'm like, I've risen above it all. And, and I'm like, I, oh, I don't need to be here. Like, you're happy. You have that. Like, I don't need to be here anymore. Like, thank you for the lessons. So I feel in my dream, maybe I've had some closure. Well, you've, I think you've taken power over it too. I think that's, that to me is what I just took from that. Is like, you, you have the power now to go, I'm walking away from this because I don't need to be here anymore. Wow. Yeah. I like to think that. So thank you. Yeah. I sometimes wonder, and I I think there's always divine timing for everything. It is not lost on me that Hef died before the real awakening for women. Like we've had a slow awakening, but we have really started to take over and take responsibility and take ownership and we're not afraid to speak as much. And I always wonder what would have happened to him if he were still alive? Because his whole dynasty is exactly what we're all trying to fight against. So if there was a Hef now, I don't even know. Have you ever thought about like, what would that even, like a 2024 version of your life, I don't even think it would exist. Yeah, I, you're so right. The Me Too happened a month after he passed away. It's just almost almost as if it like perfect timing of his life. I don't know what he, how he would be behaving now. I think he would be doing the same thing, but maybe just quieter. Yeah. Yeah. More, more private. Cause I don't think he knew anything else. I didn't, I don't think he, he knew how to not objectify women. No, I, I, I mean, it sounds it's so consistent. And for so long, I don't know that he could. No. Yeah. So Crystal, what are you doing now? I mean, obviously you have your, your book out, but what do you want people to know? Because you've kept Hefner as your last name, right? Yes. Book I'm, and everything. I'm actually having a meeting today to talk about trying to change it on my social socials, like back to back to Harris, my original name. And what, I mean, obviously, you know, we know the reasoning, but I mean, is it just something where you just want to just drop him completely so that you're not known for being Hefner's ex wife like do you want to be obviously crystal what would you say it was harris harris yeah harris yeah yeah i i think i'll always be known as half's wife i just hope to do some good with it yeah i'm still on the board of his foundation which is crazy and we're about to do an auction with julian's with lots of hef's hef's things and um, playboy things and i just thought like okay if i if i've been part of this maybe we can rectify some damage that he's done and if we can take some of that money from the, the the auction proceeds and donate it to like women's charities or anything that helps like women and children to try and like reverse the damage he's he's done then you know I'm I'm on board with that but 
Yeah, it, it's interesting because I look at Crystal Harris and I kind of Googled myself as Harris. And I remember like the the meek, <laughs> sad girl that I was. And I'm like, oh, I actually with this Crystal Hefner, I, I empowered myself in ways that really don't have anything to do with Hef. But um mm-hmm. But in a way, he helped me, you know, get there with the way I was treated. So I don't know. I'm, I'm conflicted still, as you can tell. <laughs> no, I, mean, I think there's something I like the positive spin on it because I was thinking I was going to ask you, like, what do you think you took from it that was positive? And I feel like now it's like, again, you can use the name and spin it for good. You know what would they say with the enemy meant for evil? He made it good. So however, <laughs> I just totally butcher that. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like you get to you get to make it good you know, you get to be the person that takes something that, you know, hurt some somebody too, especially that hurt you and devalued you and made you feel less than you get to now take that and empower other people and help other people. I think that's a beautiful thing. And that's, that's where I'd keep the half part just because you will probably get more people involved with the Hefner name, unfortunately. Yeah. I think it feels to me like you're taking the Hefner and really giving it like a poetic spin, but also some clarification and a little like legacy in the 2024 version of what it could be. He's actually, listen, I wasn't a huge Hef fan, if I'm honest, but I have to say he's pretty smart that he picked you to be with because you're, I think you were probably wildly intimidating to him at how beautiful and smart you were. Mm -hmm. And so he knew he needed to keep you close is my guess. I have a long history with narcissists, so I don't call myself an expert, but I would say probably something that was most attractive to you is this like internal flame and confidence that you have. So I would say that is probably like terrifying to someone like him and why he made sure to make you a wife. So I'm glad we are left with you and not him. I hate to say it that bluntly, but I really appreciate what you're doing. That means a lot. Thank you. What is one thing that you want our listeners to, to leave with when it comes to your book and just you as like what you're taking from all of this too, like how you've, like who you are today. When I first started writing this book, I wanted it to be the book I wish I had when I was 21. And I think I accomplished that. You know, I've had a few like 21 year olds actually write to me and thank me. Um, it's the book is dedicated to anyone who's, you know, struggled with self self worth and self acceptance and that they're not alone. I think it's just really important to know who you are and love who you are, because I think the more you do that, uh, the less you find yourself in these kind of situations. So. Absolutely. Well, I love you. Anytime you're in Nashville, let us know. You're so sweet. Thank Thank you you so much for coming on. You're just a doll. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to read your book. Thank you. I hope you like it. Let me know. I'm going to love it. Everyone follow Crystal Hefner and go get her book because she's just the best. And listen, we all, we all feel, um, we're all insecure, right? I felt the struggle. Yeah. So, Let's just support other women. Do this thing, girl. And then we'll see you in Nashville. (laughs) Sounds good. I'll see you soon. All right. Bye, honey. Bye. Okay. So I just, I love her. Because again, think about like your 21 year old self and all the things. That's why I always hate when people are judged by their past because you are just such a different person and you have different experiences and your past is 
you go into that because again, when you're, you're told something from your childhood or, or whatever from the ex-boyfriend, like I stayed in abusive relationships because that is what I was told I deserved. So why would I not continue abusive relationships for 10 years after that? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, and there's this lifestyle that looks really shiny. Yeah. I mean, you're 20. Yeah. I wish I had I'm the picture 21. of me Lisa. I mean, I, I, I just can't even believe you've it. been there. I have to text her. I know she has it. But yeah. Oh yeah. Crazy. And there was a time in my life where I was like, oh, I want to live at the mansion. Like, I mean, <laughs> I literally thought if I had the body, I would have been outside trying to get in. Crazy. Again, you have an amazing body. Oh, I, I love my body. Good. But okay. I did not have Tensing. what <laughs> we didn't have what half was looking for it in 21. Apparently you didn't like brunettes. So I'd have been, no wonder why you didn't make eye contact with me. Okay. Yeah, I was really bleaching. I had that going for me. <gasps> oh um, dear. Okay. Well, everyone have a great week. And Kristen, tell me. Have an amazing trip to Aruba. You will be fine. Love and protected is what I tell love myself until I believe it. Yep. Amen to that. I love you. Okay. Bye. Bye. This show is partnering with No CD to raise awareness about relationship OCD. OCD is more than what you see on TV and in the movies. Imagine having unwanted thoughts about your relationship stuck in your head all day, no matter how hard you try to make them go away. That's relationship OCD. It comes with unrelenting, intrusive images, thoughts, and urges about your parenting or loved one. Breaking the OCD cycle takes effective treatment. Go to NOCD.com to get evidence-based treatment. That's NOCD.com. Discover the rich, smooth taste of matcha love made with real Japanese matcha, perfect for hot or cold brewing. Matcha is rich in vitamin C, catechins, EGCGs, and L-thionine. Enjoy a delicious matcha latte or smoothie with this convenient green tea powder made from Japan's treasured matcha, finely milled from high-quality green tea leaves. Get 25% off all matcha love products on Itoen using code JANA. That's code J-A-N-A at I-T-O-E-N dot com. Available on Amazon and Etoen dot com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.